Welcome to the Grant Glow Up Podcast. This is Lloyd Crawford, your favorite Grant mentor. Sparkle, sparkle, sparkle sound. So if we're going to talk about grant writing and demystifying that, one of the biggest sort of elephants in the room um, or questions that I get often is, where can I locate grants to even apply for? Um, you know, and I relate grant the grant seeking part of, of you know the the grant process as an elephant in the room because it's one of those things where you would think that if funders have money and they want to allocate it they'd make it easier to find those opportunities right there would be less sort of investigation that you have to do on your end um, so I just want to like name that right if you're having a difficult time finding grants to apply to it's not you right let's just, Let's just have that moment. It's not you. Um, it, there's not a very streamlined way to locate locate those grants. So this episode is really going to be sharing out sort of some common things that people do to look for grants, and then a few more um, sort of exploratory um, practices that I have that may not be sort of status quo, but for me they seem to work the um, most effectively. And then also uh, my clients have shared that they have had a sort of less stress around the finding grant aspect of grants. So without further ado, let's talk about what is commonly um, sort of adver- advertised or um, like recommended by other people. And if you hear all the toes, my dogs are wrestling in the background. So you can just, you can imagine the cute little circle wrestling they're doing. Um, but I digress. So Often people mention listservs, right? Or that there are things like grants.gov or, I mean, your individual state probably has some sort of, of searchable database or certain organization send out weekly or monthly newsletters. Those are really great to have as sort of your like low effort um, search options, right? So it's something where you don't have to really go out and actively look for something, they'll be coming to you. But that being said, a lot of the organizations that have those, they uh, are really predatory um, in terms of your attention and time and energy. And what I mean by that is you might see a description that sounds like, oh, this is a good opportunity. I want to click in this email and go to this listing but then it's like oh well you're only allowed to view like one a month now you have to pay um to be able to see this full proposal right and so maybe you enter your card information and you pay and then you realize okay cool this is already expired or i'm not even eligible for it or like this just happened to me the other day i mean i didn't put my card information because I knew what was going to happen but I just looked at the actual organization that the they said the grant was for his website and they don't even have any open RFPs right now they are invite only which means that they will not accept <laughs> my dogs. they will not accept any proposal unless they directly ask you to apply right so but yet in that email that I received from a listserv it was positioning it as you know apply now this is a great opportunity right so I just want to acknowledge that a lot of people are capitalizing on the fact oh my god I'm cracking up it's a rainy day in Pittsburgh if you can't tell that the dogs are so hyped up they're living their best life all right I took a brief pause because they are just <laughs> enjoying their life uh, I don't mind the background noise but I do want to acknowledge for some people it might be distracting but we're doing the best we can here. Um, but there are people who are really um, predatory to the fact 
that it is hard to locate grants, so they really rely on that like clickbait energy of, oh, here, people will join our list, and oh, they'll pay this subscription every month, and, you know, be looking at these really just shitty <laughs> grant opportunities that may not even be currently available or invite only or all those things. So I just want to share, like, sure, listservs can be helpful, and also there's other practices that I think are more helpful, especially um, when we're thinking about your limited time and energy and focus. So beyond the existing listservs, I recommend, this is the first part, I recommend making your own list of organizations, whether those are ones near you or ones that you've heard of that um, fund organizations or projects that are similar to your mission or purpose or your dreams or what you're looking for funding for. And then once a month, be looking at those few organizations to see if they have any open RFPs or if they have their own individual email lists or newsletters, joining them um, instead of only relying on these really large um, listservs. And that might sound like a lot, oh, okay, I'm checking multiple places each month, but what you can also include in your table, and perhaps if someone, you know, if anyone wants this, you can reach out and ask for it and I'll make it, but um, like a template table that you can have to sort this information. Some organizations will say, oh, we only put things out quarterly, so then you would know, okay, I only have to check this quarterly, and then it's something you can just put a, a alert in your phone or something like this, is, or have a, a email. I've even done it where I auto, I pre-data email to send it out to myself around that time frame, so that way I'm receiving it. I'm like, oh, look at that. But I still have to say having your own list just helps cut through some of the noise and so you're able to more directly see what's relevant to you. All right, so I would say this would be sort of like a, a medium energy lift, right, or medium ask because there's a little work up front and then it's just more periodic maintenance. The second thing that I would really recommend is something that I call credential creeping, <laughs> right? And it is just what it is. It's like people watching, but looking at different funders and who fund them and different organizations around you, who funds them, right? So instead of just idly people watching at your favorite like coffee shop or park, right? We're credential creeping on people's websites or social medias um, and really not just people like organizations. So for example, if you're looking for a grant that would look at um, like STEM education, what organizations around you are in the fields of STEM education and then looking at their website. Do they have a partner page? Do they have a funder page? What different icons or logos of organizations are somewhere in their marketing material on their website, right? Because that's an indication that they might be a funder and the word partner is just being used, you know, sort of surface level. So then what you can do is Get this list of all of the different um, funders or partners that you see, all the different logos you're seeing on different people's websites or different projects' uh, websites, and then checking out their website, right? So it ends up this credential creep creates this huge web of places you could look. Because then once you're, so I'm in Pittsburgh, right? So um, PNC is, you know, a bank you might have heard of, and the PNC Charitable Trust exists as a funder. So I might be looking at another organization in Pittsburgh who's working with youth because my day job where I write um, grants for nonprofits working with youth. So I might have seen, oh, they have PNC Charitable Trust. Cool. So then I could look at PNC Charitable Trust page. And there I might see, oh, well, they have this partnership with 
key bank, right? So then I can look, oh, key bank, do they have a funding arm or is it, do they only fund other um, like organizations? Do they fund smaller projects? And then I see that key bank is funding the Boys and Girls Club or something like that. And then I can go, oh, well, who else is funding Boys and Girls Club? Oh, they're actually getting a family trust um, funding source from this smaller, you know, organization, let me reach out to them, right? So that's just one example. But through this process of what I call credential creeping, you're able to see all of the different funders that are existing in similar spaces. Um, and then sort of a step beyond this is if you're already partnering with an organization um, through a project, for example, you can ask who some of their funders are, or if, if they if you feel like they might be looking at that as competition, right, you can ask who their previous funders were. And, and just start having these conversations because one of the things we also have to demystify about grants is also like why it doesn't have to be so competitive, right? Why um, can there not be more room for collaboration and um, sort of like coordinating efforts to get funding for similar projects um, just in general? And the third thing that I want to share is something that I sort of consider as table time. And what that means is when are there opportunities or times to sort of get at the table where funders are sitting, right? And this doesn't have to be a physical table, but your area, your local area or organizations might be hosting um, different conferences or brown bag lunches of, you know, come talk about this certain topic or um, perhaps funders are sharing out annual reports, you know, and they're asking for feedback on your experience in a certain area. You know, all of these things exist. How can those be on your radar a little more and how can there be these opportunities for table time, right? To have a, sort of a seat at the table to just get in the, the sort of realm of existence, right, for funders. And one of the ways you can do this as well is for any RFP you see, even if let's say you're not eligible or um, it's expired, right? So you missed the deadline, seeing who the project contact person is and reaching out to them directly and asking sort of like, what is your organizational policy around asking questions? You know, can I ask questions openly? Is it only during certain windows? Just starting a conversation. Um, sometimes that looks like, hey, do you have a newsletter I can join for your organization? You might already know that information. You might have seen it on their website, but approaching the project coordinator for the grant department at that funder is a way to start having that table time to become relevant to them. And then asking, you know, do you have ways that your organization is reaching out or communing with potential grantees or with existing grantees? What does that look like? Start having those conversations because that creates room for relationships to exist. And once relationships exist, they're more likely to directly invite you to apply to something or to let you know, hey, in the next two weeks, we're going to have this influx of RFPs being released. I just wanted to let you know so you can be checking your email, um, something like that. And that happens really often, at least in my experience, once you are in relationship with someone. And so um, to sort of recap those three different approaches, you know, I want to keep this episode sort of short and digestible. You can build your own list of potential funders or funding opportunities to check in with periodically, um, you know, to see when the next deadlines are. Um, and that is a way to not only rely on existing listservs that can be really predatory. 
Secondly, we can do some credential creeping, right? And just seeing and noticing what logos are where, who's funded by who, are their partners, um, who are their partners being funded by, right? And thirdly, that idea of table time. How can you just sort of get in the world of um, relevancy or experience of existing um, within these other organizations or funders, right? Um, there's a better phrase that's just not coming to me, right? It's like, <laughs> how can they know you exist, um, you know? And having that approach to searching for grants. Sparkle, sparkle, sparkle sound. All right, so that was our third episode. But I'm also really curious to hear from you. Have you had a different approach to finding grants that has been really successful? I would love for you to share out. You can email me at hello at lauriecrawford.me. Or also like linked in the show notes will also be Instagram for the grant glow up. Because I want to have the opportunity to start building out this community and allow us to be sharing our tips and tricks. So again, it's this idea of like by having these open conversations, we can both be demystifying grant writing, but also challenging the idea that grants have to be so competitive and that people doing really um, compatible or like mutually beneficial work have to sort of be at odds with each other. How can we actually sort of lift up the idea of being able to receive the funding we need to do the work that we're here to do um, by having community be an aspect of it. So I would really love if you want to share out or reach out with any of what works for you. And as I mentioned before, if you would like to have a template idea of how you can start to um, sort of store and utilize a um, l- your own list builder, let me know, or perhaps even some templates for credential creeping or anything like that, or conversation starters for table time. Um, if any of those sound relevant to you, I would love to hear back um, where your interest is going and how I can further support you through that. That being said, we're going to end it here. I hope you have a razzle-dazzle day, and if that's not accessible, you can put an F on front and have a frazzle-dazzle day. And may all of your funding wishes be granted.